for 10 years, they grinded. For 10 years, they were consistent. For 10 years, people told them no. For 10 years, they could not get it together. But because they were consistent, because they kept betting on themselves, because they were failing forward, eventually they made it and it looked like it just happened overnight. Welcome to another episode of Rants and Revelations. I'm your co-host, Dana, a.k.a. It's Dana B. And I'm Michelle at Modernly Michelle. And today we are talking about throwing out your New Year's resolution. I always get really excited uh, for December and January because it's like you're closing one chapter, opening a new chapter. Plus, I'm very goal-oriented, so I love like reviewing the year and then making plans and goals for the new year. So this topic is going to be really fun for me personally. Let's get into it. So, Michelle, what are some goals that you had for 2020? So let me first start off by saying that I am with you as well. I am also a very goal-oriented person. So I love being able to like write things out, map things out. But one thing that I've noticed is that as I've gotten older, I feel like my goals lists have gotten smaller and smaller. Mm. I just thought about that. Like, I feel like before I would have like quarterly goals going ham and now it's just very minimal, very like, let's just make, like, let's just make it to point A, B, and C, (laughs) and then maybe create sub goals from there. Mm -hmm. Adults can be Girl, it'd be Listen, real tiring. Make sure you live, you have air, and you can pay your bills. Period. <laughs> like, period. Okay. And then like maybe one or two or three big lofty goals that you hope and pray that you reach. But before I feel like I used to have like 20 goals. Yeah. Yeah. So for me, myself personally, I was pregnant this year. So this year was a pregnant year for me. Yeah. One of my goals was nine months out of this year, right? Yes. (laughs) Yes, I was. And one of my goals was to have the baby. Literally. Mm -hmm. There would come a point where me and Brandon would talk and he would just be like, So what do you think about this? And what's your goal for that? And this is that. And I'm like, listen, (laughs) I'm at this point trying to give birth and get through that. And then we can go ahead and like keep it going. Okay. Keep it flowing. Right. Um, and I was also telling Dana earlier that I listened to one of the crazy faith sermons from Pastor Michael Todd from Transformation Church, mm-hmm. and I literally got completely rocked and had like a yep. whole like sheet, and it wasn't like 15 or 20 like I usually would. It was still like a comprehensive, not extended, just a nice put together list right. of goals. And I don't know where that sheet of paper is. <laughs> and listen. I usually will be like, oh my gosh, Michelle, you're unprepared. Listen, 2020. Listen. <laughs> if you did not reach your goals in 2020, give yourself a free pass. It's okay. Because while we did have more quote unquote time, I guess someone will say, because remember all of those quotes and memes are going around. Yep. If you ain't spending, you know, spending your time wisely now, you ain't going to reach that. <laughs> da, 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 da. I'm a millionaire. Shut if you aren't working every day. Yeah. Um, <laughs> be quiet. Right. I mean, it works for you, works for you. But for me personally, I need to go to sleep. Okay. Yeah. I can wait 24 hours a day. But yeah, like I was saying, if, well, I don't want to get too deep into it. Cause I feel like we can talk about that as well in terms of like, maybe when you're not reaching goals, mm. uh, but anywho. Yeah. So for me, my main goal was to give birth 
it was also to move. Yes. And I gave birth. Yep. Child successfully. <laughs> successfully. Healthy baby. Mm-hmm. Yes. I'm a child. I was able to move. Um, we moved out of, out of our apartment. Mm-hmm. And those are the top two goals. And yeah. then also to launch a new brand. Mm-hmm. So. And that's yeah. in the works. Yeah. yeah. Those are my main goals. Huh. Okay. So we know what your goals are. We know that you reached them. So that's awesome. Congrats. I don't know if I ever said that, but congrats. That's awesome. Thank you. When I think about my goals for 2020, so to be honest, I cannot find where I wrote down my goals either. I know I wrote them down because that's my life. Yes. You know we're the same person. So you know you wrote it down. And of course we (laughs) both lose them. (laughs) I don't know what happened. You know? Um, Yeah. But I did get a new journal for my birthday as a birthday gift this year. And I have been consistently writing in that. So I have everything from January till now. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I think about my goals, I know for a fact that I wanted to travel. I had three international trips in the works. Uh, I made it to one. And the only reason I didn't make the other two is because of COVID. So yeah. that was a goal. Another goal of mine was to get a new job because I wasn't happy at my old one. Made mm-hmm. that happen. Hello. Uh, another goal was to move, uh, like mm-hmm. you, but to move to a different city. Mm-hmm um and made that happen so mm-hmm. that's great mm-hmm. and another goal was launching rants and revelations mm-hmm. we did that we did yes. that and i'm sorry, proud of us like, i'm sorry to interrupt. i'm so sorry to interrupt <laughs> i feel like my voice just got so high that's how i speak to the baby <laughs> so i'm like wait you're a new person i need to turn that gear off because i'm like yes <laughs> Oh, I'm like, Dana. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Mom gear, not turn it off, but let's turn it down a little bit. Yeah, let's turn yeah, let's turn it down. Let's turn it down. All right. All right. That is hilarious. Um, but those are my uh goals, and I'd say that I did accomplish them. So that was pretty cool. I'm proud of us. Um, I always have um physical goals as far as like working out, losing weight. Mm-hmm. Did not lose the weight that I wanted to lose, but yeah. I've worked out consistently for a good chunk of the year, so I'm happy about that. We awesome. just gonna keep on trying. Yeah, I mean that's all you can do, right? Mm-hmm. That's all you can do. A for effort. A for effort. A for effort. So, so um, as you guys know, we're talking about throwing out your New Year's resolution, and the reason I think it's so important is because I want to implore you guys to start now. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's no point of waiting. 2020 has taught us that life changes. It comes at you quick. So you don't want to wait, uh, another month, another year to do something that you can start right now. Right. So I was looking up some statistics about new year's resolutions and I found two that I thought were very interesting. So the first one is 25% of people who make a new year's resolution they give up by january 7th wow after that, a week people are like i'm done a quarter you know of the people what? they're like never mind yeah this is a lot i yeah. over mm-hmm. overachieved a little bit hmm. <laughs> and the second stat is only eight percent of people keep their new year resolution for the entire year mm-hmm. however 
However, <laughs> while that number is exceedingly low, what they found in these studies is that usually the people who make a New Year's resolution are 10 times more likely to make improvements in their life. Hmm. So whether they keep it or not, the people who make it, you know, right. like, so it's like some people will make a New Year's resolution every year, even though they keep failing. For some reason in other areas, they're able to like make those improvements. I don't, I don't know why. I don't know if it's like the feeling of something fresh. I don't know if maybe they made a huge lofty goal. It's mm -hmm. kind of like shooting for the sky. So at least you land amongst the stars kind of thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So mm -hmm. I thought that was very interesting. And I was like, well, I definitely think that we should not wait until the new year to have a resolution, but you should have a resolution anyway so that you have something to work towards. There's something motivating about trying to accomplish the goal, right? Like we hear people say all the time, it's not about the end result. It's about the journey. It's about the process kind of thing. Yeah. So I think there is some truth to that factor. So whatever your goal is, if it's to lose weight, start a business, start a family, which that can be a little hard because you need someone else to help you start that family. But whatever your goal is, just go for it. Do it now. Try. Fail fast. Fail fast. Mm -hmm. Interesting. So can you talk a little bit more about that, like that line in particular, like fail fast? Yeah. So um, whenever I feel like I've got it, I've, I feel like I got that particular line from hearing people talk about um, venture capitalism. I think there may be a book, it's called like Fell Fast, Fell Forward. And it's the idea when you are trying to launch something in the venture capital space, it's very competitive. You know, a lot of times you're going to fail, but you need to do it quickly so that you know what works as opposed to spinning your wheels at this one thing that could take one year, two years, five years to develop. And in that span of time, you have 10 other businesses that already did it. Right. Okay. Yeah. So they encourage people, particularly in the tech space, if you're developing an app, if you're developing a product, whatever it is, fell fast and fell forward. So it's like, don't repeat the same mistakes over and over again. Try something new. If it fell, it's okay. Try something else. You want to know what the good thing about failure is too? Mm -hmm. You learn from those experiences. Yes. And even if something doesn't necessarily classify as a failure to you, but let's say, for example, you started a business, you wanted to lose the weight or whatever it may be. and you may not have reached that goal that you had for it, or maybe you stopped doing it. You don't see that as completely as a failure, but right. at the end of the day, you learned from it. I can definitely say from the businesses that I've had mm -hmm. that I've, you know, we've stopped doing them. We um, kind of took, took them to another level. We may have switched something, switched some things up. Mm -hmm. Like while we may not have be doing those businesses anymore, we learned from every single experience. And that brought us from point A to point B to point C. Yes. You're not and stagnant. Like, yes, exactly. And I feel like that's the beauty in having goals and maybe even if not reaching them, but just having that out there because you know, you're like you said, working towards something. And at the end of the day, if you don't reach that goal, if you went halfway, you learned half of yes. what, you know, I, you no, know it I mean? makes sense. It makes sense. You may not get a hundred percent to where you're trying to go, but you have 50% and 50% is better than zero any day. Period. Period. So I like that. That's like actually a very, very good point. And I think 
a lot of us are just afraid of the failure because it's like that feeling does suck, right? To put your yeah. all into something and you don't accomplish it. But then if you're a resilient person who's able to learn from your mistakes and try again, mm-hmm. like you make it, you know what I'm saying? You make it so much further. And I also think about people who talk about like when people reach a level of success, they'll say something like, oh yeah, I'm a, I'm a 10 year overnight success. Mm-hmm. And that's an mm-hmm. oxymoron. Like, did it take yep. 10 years or did it happen overnight? And what that saying really means is for 10 years, they grinded. For 10 years, they were consistent. For 10 years, people told them no. For 10 years, they could not get it together. But because they were consistent, because they kept betting on themselves, because they were failing forward, eventually they made it and it looked like it just happened overnight. But it's like, no, 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 I need you to go back 10 years when no one was listening to my music. I need you to go back 10 years when I accepted a performance to, I accepted an invitation to perform live and my voice cracked. I got booed off the stage. Now I'm, you know, I made the number one hit record, but that's 10 years of failing, messing up, getting it wrong, losing money. That got me here. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. And that's the thing too, like people just really thrive off of seeing others' successes and feeling as if they will be able to somehow, and which it could definitely happen, but somehow reach that level quickly or they're envious because they see that person with the million dollar home or the huge business with 45,000 employees or X, Y, and Z, but it's like, all of that work behind behind that and all the time and effort and everything that got put into it you can't expect to be at that same place without even accepting the fact that you're going to have to do work even if it's not the same amount of work right because there Mm -hmm. are some people that it may seem like just out of nowhere they blow up and it just happens right and even Mm -hmm. if it's a temporary blow up there was still something that was put in behind that yes and i can say when I was younger, when I was younger, mm-hmm. <laughs> back in my no, day, really, when I was younger, I was victim of just kind of like saying like, oh my gosh, so-and-so was able to get this, this, and that. That's so cool. Like when I feel like I'll never get there. Will I ever mm-hmm. make it there? But it's like, I wasn't thinking about that extra work. I wasn't thinking about yes. all the extra time and everything that got put into it, everything they learned because we're not always ready for our end destination. Woo. That's a word talk about it sister we're not and i i can honestly say that and that's something that i had to learn too that we're not we're not always ready and i would hate mm-hmm. to be unprepared at that place Ooh, i would can you imagine that's no. when the failure really sucks you didn't put yes. in the work you don't have the integrity you don't have the character you don't know what it's like to deal with the big no if you can't handle the little no's but you expect to make it there no, no, you're crying over losing a hundred dollars. Do you know what it feels like to lose a hundred thousand? Right. <laughs> we right. have to be able to handle the easy stuff to win the battles in order to win the war. You want to go to war, but baby, you're not training. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and I think that's a great analogy. That's literally a great analogy because you can think about someone literally like me or you being thrown into war. Girl, what the heck were we going to do? Girl, I'm like, just kill me. I'm like, just kill me. What the <laughs> I'm heck? not doing this. We're I'm not just going to fall on the floor and faint. Listen. And just make it seem like I'm already out. Even I'm though, not like, touching nothing... a gun. 
I'm not fighting. Kill me. Send me to the Lord. <laughs> That's it. Expeditiously. <laughs> Listen. Okay. Holy Spirit, you are welcome here. In my body. Take me. <laughs> so, yeah. So I think that, yeah, it's just, it's, it's so crazy. It's so, so crazy that we can just get so wrapped up in all of the glitz and glam and not be there mentally Mm-hmm. and ready to do the work that comes with that you know what i think also ruins it for us too influencer culture yes i think we've gotten to a place where it's like oh this person can dance and they got really viral off of one tiktok video so why can't i do it and it's like like you said sometimes that overnight success is very temporary if you can be mad famous or mad popular off of like 10 seconds of work, you can lose that as well because there's a whole bunch of other people who can do something for 10 seconds but can't commit to a minute, can't commit to an hour. Yeah. So do you want long lasting success that's impactful, that's touching many people? You know what I'm saying? Because think about it. I can see a TikTok and I laugh during those 15 seconds, but am I thinking about it a month, a year from now? Is it adding value to my life? The people who are most successful are the people who are adding value to people's lives. Like, let's look at Jeff Bezos, right? And I don't know where you stand. Either you're like, hey, you're you're going to be a trillionaire. I love Amazon, great. Or you're like, you're going to be a trillionaire. You need to solve the world's issues. I don't know where you stand on it. That doesn't matter. The fact is he's making so much money because he's adding value to people's lives. Yes. Yes. So we say all of that to say, definitely go after your goals but it sometimes most times will be a long road so don't wait for the perfect time to start the perfect time is the moment you decide that you're going to go after it mm-hmm. 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 and I would also say too that you need to continue to encourage yourself as well mm. because as you plot out these goals as you decide that you want to do something and you jot it down in your notebook or your journal whatever it have you there may be a point where you may say, you know what, never mind. I can't yeah. do it. Or, you know, like, or you may um, start it and then stop. You may start writing the book, you get to like three chapters and then you stop. Yeah. And it's just like, you really have to think about it. Like, you never know what's on the other side of yeah. going through with that goal. So while you may stop, you may get discouraged, you need to always try to find something within you because there's not going to always be somewhere to someone there to do that for you to continue to encourage yourself to push through. I know yeah. that was like that for me mm-hmm. because this year was, you know, while had this year had ton of, tons of blessings, excuse me. It also was a disappointing year. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it kind of felt like this goal that I have or something that I want to do, is it worth it? Should I even do it? Like, is anything going to happen? Like mm-hmm. what if COVID takes this and that? like, there's so many different things you can think about and get yourself wrapped into. Yeah. But what I had to do personally is I had to continue to encourage myself and say, you know what, Michelle, it's something that you really want to do. You know, you never know. It could be super bomb. It could kind of fall flat, but if it's something that you really want to do, why not do it? You are literally yes. breathing right now. Yeah. And you are capable of doing it. Just yeah. do it and just give it your all. Give or give it as most as the most that you can and push and go through from there. And go from there. Yeah. Yeah. That's good, Michelle. I agree. I agree with that. Shameless plug. 
go back and listen to episode 22, Attitude of Gratitude, if you haven't. <laughs> because if you have a grateful heart, if you're constantly just grateful for the things that are right in front of you, that will be the motivation you need to keep going. Especially because we aren't owed anything, unfortunately. Yeah. The fact that we simply exist does not mean we're going to be successful, does not mean we're going to have all the money. Like, you have to encourage yourself. So there's that. Bloop. <laughs> Bloop. <laughs> now that we've told you guys to throw out your New Year's resolution and to not be afraid of failure, um, we want to talk about some ways you can start now. There's a book called Atomic Habits an easy and proven way to build good habits and break bad ones. I know that's super long, but basically it's called Atomic Habits and it's written by James Clear. And a couple of people have talked about this book to me over the past couple of years because it talks about basically how to set goals. And I think it's groundbreaking in the way that he talks about goals because he says, do not set goals, create processes. And we've been trained, yeah, we've been trained to think about goal setting. Okay, I need to do A. I need to get to B. But the thing is, a goal is like a short-term satisfaction, right? But mm -hmm. the process is the hard work that goes into it. The yes. goal is what you want to accomplish. The process is how do I accomplish it? So for example, earlier I talked about the overnight success as a singer who now has a hit record right? Let's say your goal is you want to be an award-winning singer. That's a goal. It's great. We all have lofty goals. Everybody has goals, right? But the process is what differentiates the people who win versus the people who lose. Hmm, that is so good. So if you want to be an award-winning singer, then you might set some goals like, okay, every week I'm going to take a vocal lesson. Every month, I'm going to learn a new song and challenge myself with something, with a song I don't know. Every month, I'm going to try and connect with another singer or another artist in the community so that I build my network in that space. So these are all things that you're, you know, those are smaller goals, but they're actionable, right? Being an award-winning singer is not actionable. It's a lofty goal. It sounds great. Yeah. But these action steps is what gets you to where you're trying to go. So I thought that was really good too. So I would say that's my one tip about, which I got from James Clear, about uh, accomplishing goals. Don't focus on the goal, focus on the process that's gonna get you there. And you know what? I feel like that is so, so important and crucial. Mm -hmm. And people tend to like beat themselves up and get mad and get frustrated. Like, oh my gosh, I wasn't able to reach my goal. X, Y, and Z was working against me. I wasn't able to do this, this, and that. But it's like, did you actually create the steps for you to get there? Yeah. Or did you just really keep it big picture? Mm -hmm. Big picture is beautiful. It's great. We love it. You know, she's the girl that's dressed up in the room <laughs> with the, you know, the fancy bag and X, Y, yes. and Z. But it's like, you have to figure out how you're going to get there in the first place. Mm -hmm. And accept mm -hmm. the fact that it's going to be, it may be hard. Let me not say it's going to be hard. It may be hard. Right. Accept the fact that you will have to be disciplined. Yeah. And just get to it. And get to it. Like, hello. Yeah. And I, I love that so much. I think I need to, because I'm, I'm a process person. 
mm-hmm. a systems and processes um, kind of girl anyway. You are. I, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Very strategic. Mm-hmm. But I think I need to do a better job of really putting it pen to paper yeah. because I have it in my head and I know can okay, I do this, this and that, but I need to like, I'm also a write it down girl. So I need to like write it down and seal it. Yeah, for sure. That's no, I agree with you. I agree with you. Something else I really liked from the book is he said, motivation is overrated. The environment is actually more important. Hmm. When he first said that, I was like, wait, what? But it's the idea that like, we think we can accomplish anything because we're going to be so motivated. But how many times do we get really excited about this big goal we're going to accomplish? And then when it's time to do it, like, for example, I know for me, I would give, I would read about these juice cleanses and detoxing. And it's like, don't eat for 75 days. And you see the pictures of the before and after. And I'm like, oh girl, I could do that. I buy all the fruits. I go buy a Mm -hmm. juicer. I'm ready to Mm -hmm. go. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Two hours into the fast, all the motivation is gone. I'm like, sis is hungry. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So when Mm -hmm. he said that, it really took me a moment to say, like, Motivation is basically not enough to accomplish the goal. What's really important is understanding your environment and using it to help you be successful. Mm -hmm. So for example, if I know that I want to run a mile a day, but when I come from work and I get home, I actually lay down, I get comfortable. Then I'm like, you know, it's too late to go running. I have to change my environment. I have to do something different. So now I put my running shoes in the car at work. I switch out my outfit, then, then I go running. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So You got to know yourself. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> work with what you have. Don't work against yourself. Meet yourself halfway. Meet, meet yourself halfway. You know, like if you know you're trying to cut coffee, but you're going to keep the coffee machine in your kitchen and you're stocked with coffee, that's your environment is not helping you. Yeah. In the morning at 6, 7 a.m., when you need to switch over to tea, you're going to lose that motivation. So you get yeah. rid of, you change your environment, get rid of the coffee m- machine, get rid of all the coffee, sell it, give it to somebody. That way, your environment is not different. It's forcing you to try a new and better habit that's going to give you the results you want. Girl, that's like me and chocolate chip cookies, child. I don't know what, like, after having this baby, I don't know what it is about chocolate chip cookies, but I am so here for them, specifically Chick-fil-A's own. Hello. Oh my gosh, it's good. It's so good. Their chocolate chip cookies are good. Like, they don't miss, and I don't understand it, and I don't like it. Right. Will they ever? Once because, they launch go ahead. the spicy chicken tenders, I think at that point, they will like literally like float to the sky. Like what's his name? Dan Kathy. Dan Kathy will literally like <laughs> be like a freaking, yeah. Yeah, I, man. I don't understand it because I know for me, I need to cut out dairy. Mm-hmm. And my thing is ice cream. I really, really love ice cream, but yeah, it's really like a little ice cream. Mm-hmm. You said what? I said, you like a little ice cream. I do. Mm-hmm. So it's really hard. Like, it's easy for me to go to the store and not buy it because yeah. I'm like, why well, you don't, you don't need it anyway. But if I have like a deep craving, I'm going to get in my car and go buy, instead of buying a tub, I'll buy like a milkshake or something. Yes. Yes. So the more I'm getting long winded here, but the more of the story is like, I don't do cookout milkshakes anymore because it tastes flavored. You know what I'm saying? Like it's good, but it just don't hit the same, but Chick-fil-A okay. vanilla milkshakes. It's a trap. The thing is so natural. Like, I don't, I yeah. need to know the recipe. 
why mm. does this taste like real vanilla? Yeah, yeah. Like Let's the Lord handed it. Yes, yes, the beans, literally oh. in the back. <laughs> and somehow they would have the time to do that. I would not be surprised if they're literally scraping the beans bean off by the bean. <laughs> Yes, in the back and still getting it to you in less than one minute. <laughs> My With God. a smile. <laughs> With a smile. Jeez. Oh my gosh. How do we get on this topic? Oh, changing your environment. Yeah, changing your environment. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't, I don't know. I'm working on it. I haven't been there for a good month or two, but. That's good. Child. How what was the last time you had a Chick-fil-A chocolate chip cookie? Oh, a Chick-fil-A chocolate chip cookie. It's been a few weeks, but Brandon made chocolate chip cookies from scratch. Ooh, were they good? They were fire. So I got you. If you let me want find to... out, Brandon's a baker. Oh no, you know it's in the blood. It's in the blood. <laughs> anyway, we're definitely because I was <laughs> glad to remind myself that we're doing a podcast. I was literally going to keep on going about that and talk. No, wait, keep it. going. I'm curious. Oh well, his dad is a um a baker. Oh, I did not know that. Mm-hmm. That's what he does for a living. So he makes like cheesecakes and like cakes and stuff like that yeah so his brother so brandon's like second older brother whatever he's fire he's bomb you know about that yeah also in the baking category as well yeah brandon kind of seemed like the one that was kind of lacking i was like what are you bringing to the table like what are i need to hello he started making pound cake this is when we lived in the apartment so he made tried to making pound cakes so freaking good then he decided to make the chocolate chip cookies for Thanksgiving. And I was like, at first, you know, he was a little nervous. He was like, he messed up the first time. He didn't like put them under the oven yet. Mm-hmm. But he was like, he had to like redo the batter. He gets really focused. So he, of course, noise. he hot, he hot. <laughs> he put them in the oven. He took them out. They were so perfect. Soft. Wow. Brandon's sitting on the whole talent he didn't even know he had. Hello. I think he's just, he's, it's just someone that can just be good at the things that he does. Yeah, whatever he, like, ever since the man taught himself to speak Portuguese, I yes. was like, no, you're undefeated, because that don't yeah, make no sense. like, you can just do things, and it works, and while other people, like, are folding, you're like, yeah, I'm gonna make cookies, and my cookies are gonna come out as if I've been making them for the past 20 years. Wow. So when he baking again, because... I'll, um, I'll let him know. So if we end this, I'll go, I'll plan it to where when we meet up, um, yeah, that Perfect. you'll, um, I'll bring some for you in a Ziploc bag. Cause they're not big, oh. like Chick-fil-A's cookies. Like we make them smaller to kind of feel, well, the scoop mm-hmm. that we use is small anyway, but they're like this small, Yeah, which is a problem because then you have 20 of them and you're like, <laughs> well, how do we get here? <laughs> Let's jump back in. All right, you guys, we feel like it's very important for you to spend the time now creating your plan. And I know Dana basically kind of mentioned that in terms of like making sure you have your process in place, but instead of waiting until like the new year comes, spend the time now to really plan your processes out and write everything down. Because I feel like I've run into personally a lot of people who on January 1st, they're mapping out their goals Mm -hmm. and they're like, okay, so here's all of my big lofty goals. And then by March, it's like, nothing was really even planned out. You're like, oh, okay, we're like Q1 is almost over. And it's like, oh, right. okay, so how am I going to do this? Or how am I going to do that? So instead, use the time now to prepare for it. Write that process out now. And then that way, you know, once the new year starts, if you're that like 
January 1st is when I'm going to actually start killing it type of person and really get into it, then you already know you have your process in place and you're ready to go. Also, I feel like you need to give yourself the space in the room for whether things not going as planned, Mm -hmm. you forgetting about your goals. That happens, right? Yep. Yep. You not feeling feeling motivated to do it. (laughs) Right. Yeah. You know, all of those things. You need to really give yourself the space to accept that that may happen and that you need to pick up where you left off and just really continue to encourage yourself. And I think what I've, I personally haven't really done this only if I happen to like open up my notebook and see it, but maybe revisit your goals every quarter. Mm, Maybe, yeah. Or maybe create goals per quarter. Maybe you're like, you know what the whole, my huge goal for the year. And then I'm going to look back in December. Maybe that doesn't work for you. Maybe just Mm -hmm. create a goal for you to reach in Q1. Once Q1, mm-hmm. halfway through Q1, you might write a goal out for Q2 and plan that out. Yeah. Maybe that can kind of help because sometimes things can seem overwhelming. And I feel like if you have more of a streamlined process, I know, like I said, I'm a very systems and processes girl, but if you have more of a streamlined process, you can feel more accomplished. Yeah. Because the goals may be smaller, like nugget sized goals. Mm-hmm. And then you can go from there. I like that. Doesn't it? something to keep in mind for someone who maybe that big lofty goal is kind of intimidating and doesn't hasn't been working for them for the past 10 years (laughs) (laughs) try something different right so instead of maybe starting maybe you're like okay usually you would just say I want to write a novel maybe you would say you know what I want to complete three chapters of a book by April yeah work towards that and you know as you continue moving at the end of the day, you will reach the end of your goal, which is in the back of your mind, completing that book. Yes. Yes. That's really good. That's really good. There's something, uh, was it in the same book? I read it. It talked about improving the 1% by 1%. And it's basically the theory of compound interest. So like you said, get something that's bite-sized, accomplish it, and then add another bite-sized accomplishment to that that way eventually you make it as opposed to biting off too much so if your goal is to write three chapters by april right break it down so that maybe each day you're writing a page Mm -hmm. so it's like one small thing and you keep doing it and slowly adding to it that will get you to your goal as opposed to just a big lofty thing you never get around to so improve your one percent by one percent So, Michelle, is there anything you want to add before we jump into your revelations? No, I think I'm ready for it. I would say that my biggest revelation is to just go for it, to just do it, even if you're scared. And this is also something I got from the book Atomic Habits. It says uh, results are a lagging indicator. No, it says often results are lagging indicators of our habits, which basically means I'm using a lot of examples in this, (laughs) in this episode, but think of it like losing weight. If your goal is to lose weight, you don't just wake up the next day skinnier. If your goal is to gain weight, you don't just wake up the next day heavier. So what happens is you create the good habits, you're consistent with them. And then the lagging indicator, something will show the hard work you've been putting in a month later, three months later, a year down the highway. 
So sometimes you're not going to see all the hard work that you're putting in right now, but you just have to trust that the lagging indicator at some point will show up and it'll be worth it. So I say all that to say, just keep working. Oftentimes we want to what is it called? Oh, there's a word for it. They use it for millennials all the time. We want like instant gratification. Mm-hmm. Oftentimes we want instant gratification. Whenever say we're going to accomplish something, we want it to happen right now in this moment without the work. Mm-hmm. But if we train our minds to be comfortable with delayed gratification, then I believe that that will help us to reach our goals not much quicker. Let me go back. So I say all of that to say, Delayed gratification is a real thing, right? If we train our minds to just keep working and to be consistent and worry about the results when we get there, I feel like that would help us to actually accomplish our goals as opposed to sitting here wondering why it's not happening for us. Because at least Mm -hmm. then you're still working towards it. Mm, That's so good. You're very succinct with your examples (laughs) and explaining everything. I love it. I hope you guys are loving it too. <laughs> Dana's great, y'all. Dana is great. I feel gas. I'm ashamed. <laughs> Don't be shy. <laughs> so for me, I would say my revelation is to create a process. Mm-hmm. And specifically for me is put that process on paper. Yeah. Because you can get so lost in everything that you want to do and everything you have to do day to day. And it's super helpful to write everything down, map it out, put some months, put some dates, and then remember to meet myself halfway and remember that, you know, I may not reach that sub goal that I may have for March 20th. But if I know I have something to work towards, I can just scratch that date out, move it around, keep on going. Yep. Keep on working towards it. Opposed to just thinking, hey, I want to do this and then not even really you know, just keeping it all in my mind and just yeah. hoping that I'm going to remember. Like, come on, there's a lot going on. So, <laughs> come on, girl, write it down. <laughs> write it down, girl. Okay. <laughs> no, I, I like 20, that. Yeah, I got my 2021 planner already. So, yeah. I need to get I, I, one. Know. That's exciting. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Stickers and all. I'm here for it. Oh, wow. You committed. <laughs> it came with stickers. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right, you guys, thank you so much for tuning into this episode. We hope that you guys found it very helpful. I know it was a bomb episode to me, personally, me, too. <laughs> me, me myself, too. and Dana. <laughs> so we hope that you guys um, will be able to put some of these things into practice and definitely prepare yourselves for 2021 because y'all, we don't know what to expect, but yeah. we're hoping for the best. Yeah. Well Anywho. said, my friend. Well said. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, friend. Anywho, please be sure to follow us on Instagram at ransomrevelations.tv and let us know if you have any goals that you have planned, whether it's a lofty one, whether, whether it's a nugget size goal, whatever it is, just be sure to let us know and we look forward to reading them and maybe we'll share our own. You never know. We'll see. Yep. <laughs> but thank you guys so much for listening. I'll talk to you guys next time. Bye. Bye.